0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's
2: Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
3: finisher broadcasting live yes. from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie marking it
0: right out on hard didn't let him take that triple First, Almost a the backcourt it is there goes the here
2: we
0: go it Town, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Garland comes around Allen. Garland all the way underneath the basket. Garland lob to Allen. Pow with the right hand. The throw to the fro at the perfect time. Now, here are your hosts, Rafa and Joe G. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hey, everybody. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and welcome to Wine and Gold Radio. It's a special show. I'm kind of excited for it. I don't mean to a, be Our budget, budget is really going up, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, uh, last week we had Kevin Love on the show, mm-hmm. and I was kind of on pins and needles, but this week we have a, a, just a friendly guest, and, uh, you know, I can kind of kick back and let my hair down. This is Wine and Gold Radio. I am Joe G. Sitting to my right, is, as always, is uh, always. Rafa Hernandez-Brito. Always on the right. A board member at MOCA, the (laughs) Museum of Modern Art in Cleveland. You're so artsy. I am a, I actually
3: We actually elected Our, our managing director our, our director Of the of the hotel of the, of the museum I'm talking about I'm on the board Of another hotel too Another <laughs> hotel chain So I'm,
1: I'm, I'm confused With the meetings Well Who, this week's show uh, Is going to be It's kind of a, like uh, It's kind of a reunion show Slash like a Venn diagram Of Wine and Gold Of the Wine and Gold show And Wine and Gold radio Our special guest Juan Miguel Juan John Miguel. Michael <laughs> yeah,
3: You mean to say he's like uh, That, that that amazing rebranding we had in our shows at the beginning of this season you mean um, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> how are you john
2: i'm great guys how are you i'm glad to know joseph that you're not on pins and needles around me that's not <laughs> i'm not, not that make, i'm comforting you make yeah. me very
1: comfortable are you uh, mm-hmm. all, are you done shoveling snow <laughs>
2: Yeah, just barely. My back's not done yet. My, my back's barking, but uh, yeah, we're all good to go.
1: See, that's like a, you need Jake... The diagram to... as well. That was well done. Oh, thank you. You need to get Jake... You need to get him a shovel. I mean, he's like a... He's a burly little dude, man. Get him a shovel and get him going on it. Uh, like a blocking sled or something. <laughs> <laughs> blocking sled, half shovel.
2: <laughs> get him ready to go at the age of six,
1: yeah. So, Cavs, uh, you know, I mean... What, what more can we say about him? I think I think they're done surprising people at this point. I mean, I think uh, at this point, I think everyone realizes they're for real.
2: Yeah, and I don't want to overdo this, right? I, I don't want to – I'm not one for hyperbole. You guys know me, but it, it feels like there's just something special. Isn't mm-hmm. there? There's something special in the air this winter when it comes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And what they've been doing is – It's phenomenal. It really is. You know, if you would have said at this time last year that this team would have two legit candidates, and it's more than legit candidates, two players who should be named to the All-Star game right now, you know, I think people would have said you were crazy. But what Jared Allen and Darius Garland have done in leading the way has been phenomenal, but it doesn't end there. It's such a balanced team right now. They're easy to like. There's no quit in these guys. You know, each and every game, they're taking the challenge that's right in front of them. Uh, you know, and we've seen it night in and night out. We've seen it at home. We've seen it on the road. And it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful to watch. And where they're sitting right now in the, in the Eastern Conference standings is is special. And it's a tribute to what a lot of people have done. The coaching staff, the front office for organizing and manufacturing this club that works hard and plays the right way and has the chemistry and they're all young men that you like. Uh, it's, it's something that's working and let's hope it keeps on rolling.
3: I I think it should be legal from now on. I heard it yesterday and on a TV broadcast that the Cavs are off to a good start and you know, it's almost 50 games already. <laughs> yeah. It's more than a good start. <laughs> I think it's a little longer than a start. Yeah. You know? I
1: think people are reluctant to believe I, I, I do. I think that they're, by the way, we just got our first national TV game. I saw that, yes. In March against Toronto. Now it will be televised. Uh, you know, I meant to ask you guys this. As announcers, um, I don't know if that's the broadcasters, I should well, say. But John is, like, at another level. Well, John— I'm still, like— a, No, like no, you guys, are, you guys are both big time. You guys are, how, has <laughs> it been, how has it been for you guys calling this season? How much fun has it been calling the season? To me, it
3: has been fun. I don't know, I don't know what, for lack of a better word— I think it's been really really entertaining to see and a lot has to do with the fact that we have been here talking John and I and even yourself Joe we have been here through the whole process mm-hmm. you know the ups and then the downs and 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 seeing what JB has been trying to do Even with all the circumstances, because remember, he came in after the All-Star break in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then briefly after that, less than a month, everything stopped. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into viral communication with the team. So that has a lot to do with this, I think, the way he was able to. Because he mentioned, John, a, a lot of times, a couple of times during the pandemic, we were able to talk to him. And just the fact that they were just trying to make sure that they kept. In contact with these guys, that they just kept talking with all with, with with the players about you know staying staying in the moment and staying staying engaged. And then you know the season, the first season he had as a full as a full-time coach, no fans in the stands, nobody traveling and everything. Mm-hmm. So he is the beginning of everything. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know the front office has done a really good job getting the pieces together that. I always like to say, when people ask me about the Cavs, and me being a Yankee fan from the Bronx Zoo, they, they used to say that the Yankees in 78 were like a 25-taxi team. <laughs> nice. We're a one-boss team, the way these guys get along together on the road. So it's, to you. To, to answer your question, it's been really, really fun. Even and, and, the games that, we're, that we don't win
1: have been fun to call because we have competed on in every single game this season. Yeah. We haven't had one turkey, and and almost every team we've played against has had one, um, and some of them had them against us. And I thought the one in San Antonio
3: was going to be the one, and nobody would have
1: been upset about it. Yeah. And and they came back and and, and pulled it off. Before I get to John about that question, I I also have to say, I thought about this. This season has been incredible. The The only thing this season is missing so far, the only thing, is a buzzer beater. Hasn't been really that one buzzer beater, but it's coming. Well...
2: If you count the free yeah. throws in Toronto. Yeah. that was,
1: I mean, again, again buzz, buzz, super exciting. Beater, I'm talking, right, let, but, let's, I, there yeah. hasn't been that one buzzer beater, but it, I, like I said, it's coming. And when it does, it's going to be, uh, it, where are we at here? Oh! No, I want, one, I want this. No, I don't want Not that. that one hey! There we go. It down! That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> <laughs> John, you like our new toy? Yeah, i <laughs> hey!
2: experienced that. Yeah. Oh. It down!
3: Oh, no. oh, man. So, what do you say? Has it been fun for you, John? I mean, you finally in the front row again, you're on the floor. You got sometimes three man boots. You've been spending time with Senor Cavalier, Austin Carr. I mean, it's it, it fun, right? I mean, even the, the games that are not on the winning side.
2: Well, I'll let you guys in on a little secret from my perspective. It, it's always fun for me. You know, win or lose. I love doing this and I love, you know, being able to do what we do and enhance the game for for everybody at home. But when they're winning like this, yes, is the broadcast easier? It is. But for me, it's to watch the coaches and the players just be able to enjoy this, you know, and when we are traveling to get on a plane, that's that's happy, right? <laughs> and then people are enjoying what they're doing. And that makes a big, big difference in terms of, you know just what we do and you know being happy and everything else but to take it a step farther to walk, to see how the fans have responded to this team that's the most heartwarming part for me i mean to, to watch the response and to watch these people em- embrace this club that i don't think a lot of people thought they would be embracing this season think right. right? you know, in terms of what the Cavs have done the last couple of seasons. And, you know, to see so many people happy and enjoying the Cavs and they can't wait for the next broadcast, right? It's that to me is that that's the best part. That's what's most special to me. And and watching that unfold and and unravel this or, you know, and
3: unfold this season has been something that's really been enjoyable to me. And the amazing part, I think, is, Yes, it's always fun, but obviously winning is it's a lot more. Uh, my jokes are funnier when we're winning than than when we're losing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that every single member on, of this team had had a hand in this season, in, in the success of this season, Yeah, I, considering I, the COVID protocols and the injuries and everything else, and, and we have had to kind of put, put up with two really, really good Got punches on the injuries with Colin Sexton and and, and Ricky Rubio, mm-hmm. but when you think of the names, that uh, Brandon Goodwin, the minutes that he's been getting off the bench, uh, you know. Down the road, Lamar Stevens coming up and starting during the road trip and getting two career high nights, and then Dim who's been on the side now, but eventually he's gonna get his chance again. And you know that when his number gets called, he's gonna he's gonna give JB some 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 minutes. So I think that's the most entertaining part for me because everybody it, it is it is really a team effort.
1: It's every button. Well, look at this. I was gonna say every look. every button JB has pushed has worked. You know what I mean every you know when he goes to Goodwin it's worked when he goes to Lamar Stevens it's worked even uh Dylan Winder Widler lately amazing numbers you know what yeah. I mean it's really like every and, and you're right a couple gut punch injuries and yet they've been adaptable uh really it's 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 been so much fun to watch
2: when you look at that stat sheet there's eight players in double figures in scoring it's unbelievable right and then you know you mentioned Stevens and you mentioned Acoro You know, I mean, what the job that those guys have done on the defensive end, that doesn't show up in the box score, right? But they're equally as essential. Okoro shutting players down each of the last three wins. Yeah, yeah. Think back to San Antonio, DeJounte Murray, Oklahoma City, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and he gave Kyrie all kind of problems in the fourth quarter just last night or yesterday afternoon. So, I mean, you're exactly right. Right around this team, you can go individually everybody seems to be making a contribution and nobody seems more important than the next guy.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: That's something else that this fan base has really embraced. This is truly a team, you know? Yes. I think the leaders, it's, it's, it's they're developing to be Darius Garland and Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, there are a lot of guys on this team that it doesn't work if they're not there, you know, even, you know, the, we talk about the big lineup, the way Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are able to switch and do everything else I mean seven footers the Cavs are bucking the trend in the NBA there's really a lot to like about not only the individuals but what the Cavs are doing as a team and you know once again I think he credit J.B. Bickerstaff and the coaching staff for setting it all in motion
3: but you know Larry Marken for example this is a guy who started the season after being after coming here from Chicago and it was great for him a new new scenery new everything that's what he needed and he starts playing a position that he never played in his life. So you can I you could actually see that his his offensive side kinda of took a took a little hit because mm-hmm. he was concentrated on playing with playing the three and everything else. But lately every three he hits seems to be just at the right moment and I yeah. love the fact and JB mentioned it the fact that he has the nerve to take those shots after, after not having a good start of the game he, like in San Antonio he hit a monster shot mm-hmm. against the net he hit the four or nine triples the last one was really good he yeah, threw the basket I mean I, I love to see that that, that belief in everybody. Yeah. And it all comes, again, like John said, comes from J.B. stuff. We don't win that game in San Antonio. I know Garland had, a, had an amazing night, but the minutes of fresh legs and energy that Dylan Windler put in that mm-hmm. game with 17 minutes in the second half, it, I mean, they were really, really important.
1: And it, again, he pushed a button and the and guy worked, answered. Right. Yes, I mean, it's and uh, when in terms of uh, Lowry, I asked uh, Jared Allen after the game, is he the most underrated dunker <laughs> on the team? And Jared Allen said, absolutely. I mean, he catches a body all the time. He really is like I never would have feared Lowry marketing. But if you look back at some of the best dunks of the year, he's had them. Yep. You know, and he's he had a couple on this recent road trip.
2: Yeah. And that San Antonio game, it was a dunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah put the basically you know set the game up to be put away and that elicited a, a gomer pile surprise 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 <laughs> on a television side garland off to market it. Market puts it on the floor to the basket. Oh my word, Lowry marketed with a jaw dropping dunk, gives the Cavaliers a 106 103 lead. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Go to down. <laughs> As Lowry came out of nowhere. And then it was the three with 10 seconds remaining. Yeah, the yeah. next. You know, in Oklahoma City, to complete the back-to-back, complete the road trip. And, hey, let's not forget, too, who was defending James Harden when he made the critical turnover that yeah. cost the Nets the game? That was marketing, putting pressure on Harden out around the perimeter. The key was you couldn't allow a three in that spot. If you think about the scenario. And Lowry had a seven-foot frame all over Harden. Mm-hmm. Harden had to find Irving, threw it away, and Coral took it, and the game was over. And so that was again, the perfect
3: side of, like, the, the
1: jumbo lineup. Yeah. Taking effect yeah. in the game, you know? Yeah, and they talk yeah. about the hangover after a long trip. The Cavs didn't have it yesterday in a co- really cool atmosphere. But
3: it was kind of like a home road game.
1: Yeah. They just came in to drop the Snow bag. They're
3: like basically going to another hotel for a night. Yeah, true. They
1: off, they're off to Chicago. Hey, John, uh. how's it been uh, working with uh, Brad Doherty? Oh, my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have the buckle up buttercup. Is it buckle up buttercup? Is that what he's saying? Oh
0: my goodness. You better buckle up buttercup.
1: He said buckle up buttercup. Is so that what I, I love that call. He, I love Doherty. Oh
0: my goodness. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's great, isn't he? He is. I, oh my gosh,
2: he's great. Not only is he a Cavalier legend, but it's you want to talk about having fun. When he's there with Austin, now you have two of the most a figure from two of the most beloved teams mm-hmm. in Cavs history. Right. And so, you know, Brad can talk about price and Elo and Nance and, you know, meanwhile, Austin is talking about Campy and Jones and that group. And it's fun. And, you know, Brad's enthusiasm is just like Mr. Cavalier's enthusiasm. Right. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's just as fired up as everybody else. So it's, a, it's been great. I mean, that. I think part of, you know, we had the the anniversary last season, right? I think part of that for me, which was great, was bringing back some of the old Cavalier greats, watching them be able to interact with each other. And I think there's been some carryover that a number of those people have remained involved with this organization where they may not have been in previous seasons. And it's just been great to have Brad
1: around. No question about it. Yeah. And he's uh, really, he adds so much to the broadcast and the chemistry between the three of you is Incredible, I think. Can, can we tell John about our, our hotline? Yeah. Yes. Let's, that's a that's a good segue. Segway. Nice, nice job. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Uh, John. We did, and I try. I like calling you John because that's what our president Len Kamarowski, calls you because it's Pittsburgh way to say it, John. 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 Uh, I like when some some, some some people are calling Mike. Mike. Yeah. No. No.
3: That, he gets one that happens, or
2: John. Have two eight. You should, you. I mean, you're a little bit different, Joseph. But when you have two first names, you'd be shocked. How many people not only call me Mike, but who, just, but who call me John Michael? They're like, "Hey, look, there's John Michael. Or, hey, John Michael, did you come over here?" As if and, it's da-da-da. hyphenated? No, as if it's my first name. As if there's <laughs> like oh, a
3: double name, like <laughs>
2: Montgomery or something. This is something afterwards.
3: This is the first time hearing of that. Do you have a middle name?
2: Yeah, I do. It's Jacob. So feel free to sing the song as much as you. Do. John Jacob. John Jacob song. <laughs> well, but we I did up. get asked. Some, somebody asked me once. That can't be your real name, right? That has to be your stage name. I'm like, John Jacob. John
1: Jacob Michael the Third. You can't make that one up. So yeah. It's, that's my real name. Okay, so, uh, John, we have a we have a hotline. We're trying to get it going. We've been trying okay. to get this uh, rolling. It's been, it's been, it got off to a real slow start. We got a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> the only call we got for the first, like, week was Rafa. So, it, but recently. <laughs> the we, guy who set it up. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> but recently, we got a phone call, and it was actually a guy asking if we could kind of dig into something, and it concerns you, so let's play it. But and, first, first, what's the <laughs> number? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, this bro. is why it doesn't take off, because. I'm, yeah. I'm, I was going to say, who knows what the number is? Exactly. I, I'm terrible at this. I'm a concrete state uh, graduate. That's uh, The phone number is 216-420-2800. I'll repeat it, okay? <laughs> 216-420-2800. Okay, John, listen to this. Number two. That's all. Just promote
0: it Joe G. and Rafa love the show. Hey, this is Brian from San Diego, longtime long-time Cavs fan going back to the exhibition season. Whoa. I have a phone to pick with
1: <laughs> Exhibitions.
0: Cavs announcer John Michael. Okay. I like oh. what he does, but have <laughs> you guys noticed that once Valley Sports took over, John Michael no longer introduces Austin Carr on the TV broadcast as Mr. Cavalier. Hey, <laughs> Now, I've been around long enough to know that that's not by accident. Can you guys do some digging and find out is that a corporate decision for whatever reason not to build him up or what the deal is? I hope you guys can solve that mystery. Thanks so much. Go, Cat. Well, thank hey. you for your call and yeah, thank, thank you for, you for the call and, and yeah, watching
3: uh, from San Diego. Yeah, thank uh, you. Valley Sports, I guess you know the NBA League Pass. Uh, I guess I didn't get the memo because you know when 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 the when my broadcast starts, not many, not a lot of people know that I'm also on Valley Sports on the SAP side on the on the second audio mm-hmm. in in español paid so for by taxpayers money. I always money. say you know in English, John Michael, Senor Cavalier, mm-hmm. Austin Carr, and Serena Winters or whoever else is on the court. But what, what's the deal, John? John, we tried to dig in here for our listeners and our callers. Why don't you call Mr. Cavalier by his name? Well, when Fox switched over to Bally, part of the deal
2: in the you know negotiations was in no way, shape or form to <laughs> use <laughs> Mr. Cavalier again on any Bally broadcast. No! <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's, uh, Why don't you do I it, John? I don't think I ever introduced him as Mr. <laughs> Cavalier. I, maybe once or twice. But I'm not sure I ever introduced him as I don't call him that on the broadcast. I, it's AC or Austin. So, uh, no, I there's <laughs> I don't mean to disappoint, but there was nothing contractual. <laughs> it stated that we were not to pump him up anymore by calling him Mr. Cavalier. So, thank hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate the concern and the, you know, the like you said Ralph we're watching from San Diego, but uh no, there's no no contractual restriction for okay. me. I have guy. I have
3: a bigger beef than, than uh I forget the name he didn't leave the list the name listen guy listening since the exhibition Brian I think hang on listen yeah Brian yes I think
0: that's... Joe G and Rafa love the show hey this is Brian from San Diego yeah. long time okay. Cavs
3: Brian going. Okay um I have a bigger beef to pick with with Bali Sports and this is mostly with their production team Mm-mm. You know uh-huh. when i when I was with the with the Yankees when I was working with the Yankees, I never called the game, but I was working on the TV side every time they would talk about the game being broadcast in Spanish, they would put the camera in the booth and show Armando Talavera and whoever was <laughs> like doing like Valley sport doesn't do that and, I, and who would who would I have to pick a bone with there John I mean is that Brent valenti that I had to pick pick the bone with? I think Brian from San Diego so
2: yeah. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the bone with him <laughs> I don't know I, I don't have an answer for you When I gave a shout out to your your parents For those of their yes. 60th anniversary Correct got a nice, We got a nice shot of you up there in the booth By request yes. so, I don't know who you would take that <laughs> I want it every night You do <laughs> you,
1: you, you want to be the third man in the TV yeah. booth Joseph he needs his FaceTime, man I know he, I know uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we have that call. Here's but we again, we take questions, that's fine, but we're looking for like here we go. Let's see if this works. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, G- this is yo-
3: Lamar. best black and white movie, Citizen Kane, because Blazing Saddles was in color. <laughs> now go do to- the voodoo that, you, that, you, that do. you do so
1: well. See, now that's where we're looking for a horse's ass to call up and really just send us some buffoonery that we can use on the show. I mean, Brian, thank you for the call, and it was a good question. Do you, but do you watch movies in black and white, John? This is a good question. I'm oh. glad I'm glad the guy brought this up. Hmm? I do not. Yeah, me either. See, see, now I feel like, you know how well, like we used to tease John about his movie watching? I feel like now I am... I am the guy getting teased about the John's movie, movie. <laughs> library consists of one... Death of Stalin. Yeah,
3: Death of Stalin, and that's about it. And he watched One Flew With the Cuckoo's Nest and was upset with you because <laughs> you you kind of insinuated that he had a happy ending. I said it was a great
1: movie. That's not the same thing as a happy ending for me. You, you did you did
2: insinuate that it, I thought they were all going to escape. <laughs>
1: and everybody was
2: going to be happy. Well, the chief escaped, really. Yeah, yeah. he was a that's happy true. ending. That's true. He did escape. I thought they were all going to escape. I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, so anyway, but you guys kind of dog me about my uh, Harold Russell thing online. <laughs> <I'm lying. laughs> <laughs> but that's a great movie. That's a, I, You know what? I actually started compiling a list of black and white movies for Rafa to watch. What do you think of that, John? Well, I'm glad Rafa's yeah. watching. A but project. don't start
3: Don't start with <laughs> Christmas movies. Like What's the name of that? I started, I tried to watch. It's a Wonderful
1: movie. Life? I tried to, and I...
3: I I quit like after like a couple of minutes. Why? I don't know, man. It's just not. It's not like when you watch. Uh, Let's uh, think of a movie like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's, it's all the effects are kind of bad, but it's still good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the the, the the special effects they have right
1: now, but it's still a good movie. Speaking of happy endings. Hey,
2: you know, we, hey real quick, you know who likes black and white cowboy movies? Mr. Cavalier, okay,
1: cowboy movies. Yeah, I don't really like cowboy movies, but I like I like black and white movies. I like I do like that. Anyway, I was saying, speaking of happy endings, the Browns had the greatest ending they could ever have to the season, and that the Steelers (laughs) got knocked out of the playoffs. Come on, Browns fans, do better, man! That's ridiculous.
3: Browns fans are the luckiest because they always have a Super Bowl. You know, the Steelers (laughs) get eliminated from the playoff eventually. Every now and then they win it, but then and
1: then there's a big party breaking out in Cleveland. It is the Saddest that cheeses thing me off. In sports. It really is. It's st- stop it, Browns it fans. Does not Stop happen. reveling in, in the Steelers' misery of any kind. It does not happen in any other city that I have had
3: the luck to be the lived in or, or be in. The way
1: the fans here celebrate when the Steelers lose. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then speaking of the Steelers, I, I did have a question for Juan Miguel in that. Jake, who will John's son, who will eventually be a linebacker for the, the next Steelers. Jack Ham. He will be. Yeah. He will be a Jack linebacker. Lamber, but I mean, when he watches the game, does he is he old enough to get furious like you? <laughs> 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 That's a good question.
2: Now he does know what's going on. He gets more furious when he's playing when he's playing Madden or something like that. <laughs> on the iPad. So okay. not quite real life yet, but I'm sure I'm sure he will get there. Thanks for. <laughs>
1: Hey, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up, man. Let's do a nice quick. Let's have a nice quick show, a quick reunion with Jay Mike. We have uh, Cavs media actually coming up here yes. in a minute, so uh, we're going to listen to what coach and players have to say. Uh, John, we have to thank you so much. Thanks for thanks for coming on with, on the nice reunion tour.
2: Guys, it's always fun to miss you.
1: It's not cool that you're kind of slighting Mister Cavalier. Uh, we don't like that, <laughs> but still. He's my corporate hey, mandate.
2: Listen, man, if that's what the people want, that's an easy fix. That's whatever. And we didn't right. have to send
1: Jared Allen out. that's what you want, we'll, we can make some adjustments. We'll Thanks for the call, Brian. And we didn't have to send Jared Allen and the Geek Squad out to John's house yeah, the whole time. Worked. Yeah. So everything worked out <laughs> well. You. The mixer's working out. Uh, let's see some quick yeah. thank yous. Uh, we have to thank the Golden Boy. Yes. I'm going to run through this quick. We have to thank Lucy Yes. We have to thank Matt of the North. We have to thank D-Mac, the glue guy, as you like to say. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, the dynamic duo. You know what? Oh, before that, we forgot to thank BJ and the PR staff for getting us Kevin Love. Yeah. That was my bad. And then we have to thank the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and Big Daddy, Marty Allen. Who do we have to thank for getting us? John Michael on the show this week. Just John Michael. Just John Michael. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his family for letting us have him. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac, wherever you are. SCORE
2: 0.6 to go! Absolutely!
3: Third time is a charm.
0: You're listening to Wine and Go Radio. Mills will again try to winbound the ball that center four near side. Hot rod steals the ball! Now the four grab with two hands! This is for you! baby.
1: And boom goes the dynamite.